and we're live. We are. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Good evening um, if you're on the other side of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, a bit chilly here. That is the best way to say it. Uh, you guys got dumped on, didn't you? No, we didn't get any snow. Oh. We're just getting Arctic blasts, and I'm looking to see <clears throat> grumpy cat weather would be, uh, it's loading. It's pretty darn cold. Uh, oh, it's 10. That's not it's cold. That's polar bear. Wait, and then it's not so windy, but yesterday I converted it to Celsius for my friend was supposed to get like 15 below with wind chill factor. Uh-huh. And it was all of that and more. Yeah. Yeah, and it Buffalo was just got like 18 inches of snow overnight. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Buffalo and they're right off the lake and so all our those friends in New York. Things. Watch out New for York. polar bears yeah. and stay inside by the fire. Yeah. Um I did yoga by the fire today. <laughs> We've got about 67 degrees here today. So for those of you not in Southern California, we send our very best wishes and remind you that that's why we live here. Um, I got to speak to four of uh, AATH humor buddies last night. Uh-huh. And one is in right near San Diego. And it was 60s, 70s. Another one was in Australia. And it's summer there, and it was 110. And muggy in many areas. Yes. And then uh, Japan, it was rainy out. So there you go. We're all over the place. Yeah, I just was here in Riverside. So, yeah. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. It's 2022. Yep. It we started this in 2020 because pandemic felt like it was never going to be over and the losses wouldn't stop. And now the pandemic isn't over and the losses haven't stopped. No, they haven't. It's been, uh, it's been sad. It has and, been. Uh, around me, I, uh, yesterday I got a note that a friend died and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was reading online, another person, their son's uh, girlfriend's mom died. And it's, it's not stopping. It's not stopping. I can't put my hands up and say no more. You know, right. I just, I'm not able to do that. So but we can uh, say we're still here and we're here to support. Right. And we're here to recognize that the losses haven't stopped, and if you need to talk about a loss, <clears throat> but we can also see how what incredible—I'm not going to say strength, skills, and coping mechanisms—and how many ways humor and just giving it some grace to just do what it's going to do has has done for so many people, including the people we have here. You just had a loss, your father-in-law, Stacy's My father-in-law, father. Stacy's dad, uh, who was 90, and um, ultimately had a very peaceful transition and passage. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of COVID, the funerals are all being pushed out again. Um, right. and my brother-in-law lost his father-in-law 
just a few days before Christmas um, as well. So yeah, it it has not stopped. Um, No. No. But we've also seen, for us, we were able to find the hospice that did all the right things. That's beautiful. And made things so much better. And then this morning I was reminded by the, about the power of social media to do good because there was somebody else who was killed on a highway accident um, trying mm-hmm. to prevent an accident when a DUI hit her. Um, and now her rescue pups have got a new home as of this morning. So, That's why. I you know, saw you post about mm-hmm. those rescue pups and I went, what happened? And now you just told me. Yeah, so it's 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 amazing to see how much with all of the negativity, we also have some really big positivity that comes from this kind of medium and mm-hmm. from just the power of people knowing one another and reconnecting and connecting in new ways, in ways we wouldn't have if it were not for the pandemic. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe we're getting some, we're taking the risk to ask what we need and what we want, what we want to learn. And I'm going to use you and Stacy as you posted, please do not post thoughts and prayers. Right. And that's asking what you want. Yes. And, and to ask that or people asking for more prayers. And one more thing, and I, I've sort of seen this shift it doesn't happen with anyone. And I am going to recommend that people think about this, which is when you find out somebody died and you weren't expecting it, you had no heads up. <clears throat> I, I recommend that you do not ask right away. Was it COVID? Right. Because there's, there's like this weird shame base that goes with that. Uh, it's like back in the eighties when so-and-so you happen to know they were gay, you automatically assume, was it AIDS? And Mm -hmm. so take a, take a pause moment, breathe in, breathe out. And before you ask, how did they die and give the answer or even ask what happened, you might want to wait a little bit. Because people are still orienting to the death, especially shock. Say again. They're still in shock. They're in shock. And so asking right away, you have your own shock. Oh, or as I write, oh, no, because that's usually, no, I want to push it away. That can't be. Right asking what did they die of right away from the person that's informing you don't ask you know it's really bad form it is and somebody else i know who's you know someone i know on facebook not i wouldn't call a friend said this morning i don't understand why you know people shorten things like why would you someone dies say r.i.p why not take the time Thoughts and prayers. Yes. To, yeah. to say those, <laughs> said that. Yeah. Yep. It's that RIP. Like if you, 
If you don't have something to say, then hold back for a moment. You know, a lot of people, it's a, um, I, I've seen, they go, uh, oh, hi, Brittany, uh, rest in power. I had to look that up. So they go rest in power as instead of rest in peace. And I find that sort of fascinating. Where did that come from? Where is that culture? And a lot of people, even with Betty White or today mm -hmm. Sidney Poitier died or, right. or uh, someone else just died from the last picture show, I think was the name the of the director. I forget mm -hmm. his name, but it, people write that automatically. So I, I guess I'm asking everyone out there to take a pause with what you usually say and then just ask yourself, is there another way I can say this? I'm is calling some way I can our listeners. Yeah. Is there some way we can just honor their relationship with that person in mm -hmm. what we say? Mm -hmm. Right? Steve Altman says it's Peter Bogdanovich who died. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So it was, you know, it's, I try to say something along the lines of, you know, you're clearly hurting so much. Clearly this person was very much loved and how blessed they were to be so loved by someone like you. Right. And for you to be who they are leaving behind. Just hit the that hug says thing. everything. Just hit the hug and Stacey, go Stacy, the funeral director. Yeah, says, hit, hit the, the hug, hug one. You can, yeah. you can put like, there's emojis where they're hugging their, your heart. Mm -hmm. because that, that, show us again, Deb. Show them, show the movement. Grab your oh, hand. So you grab your hand, your left hand, thumb up, your right, grab it, fold it over and put it next to your heart. There you go, everyone. Take Just a moment. Take a moment. to, And with that, take a pause and breathe in. Don't forget to breathe. We all forget to breathe. That was my first response was to breathe. Yes. Yeah. Give yourself that heart hug this morning, folks. If you're yeah. Deb, you got to give yourself a heart hug and then a smile. If you can put, I don't know if they can, but if you could put the emoji of heart hugs. My, I think uh, I can. I, I can't because I'm not on Facebook. For those of you who are on Facebook, you can hit a, uh, a little heart or a little whatever. And um, that means something. I don't know what other people do. But sometimes I, not sometimes, a lot of the times, not right away, when I posted something or someone else's, I look and see who gave a heart, right? Who gave a thumbs up? Who gave a, a, a laugh? Who gave a tear? And those are for now adequate emotions until, you know, more Facebook and it won't be Facebook, whatever, you know, your you avatar. Know, you, listen, you listen for what, it is that the person who's talking about it right. is saying and, and for who you know they are. We, we had um, the Grief Recovery Method, the Grief Recovery Institute had two founders. Both of them have died in the last year and a half or so. Mm -hmm. um, and Russell, who was the first one when he died, 
sent out a, a goodbye letter to everybody that he trained. Mm-hmm. And his goodbye letter included very inst- clear instructions that I was totally expecting, which were, I don't have a belief in an afterlife and I don't want any of you sending me anything that references that, nor do I want my family to receive it because then you're not reflecting that you're respecting who I am, what, what I stood for, what I, what I talked to you about. I want you to support my family I want you to tell me something now that you'll always remember about me, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things. Most people did, but there were still a few who just had to jump in there. You know, I hope that you will find blah, 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 religious belief system so that he didn't want that. And his family didn't want to hear it after he died. How many people, I hope you find Jesus before you die. Right? Yeah. Um, how many people have said, uh, I'll pray for you, but they don't mean I'll pray for you as in, you know, may you have peace, which would probably work better if you're going to work with another's culture and not think yours is the only one that exists. Although lots of times when people say, I'll pray for you, it means, I'll pray that you're fixed the way I can really relate to you. And lastly, sometimes it is just that person's culture. Mm -hmm. And to say, uh, I know a lot of uh, pagans that say, hail the traveler. May their life be remembered. And that is their phrase that they say in their community. So while it's not yours, right? It's not your culture. Someone saying that they might mean it every which way. You know what I mean? It's, I see that Steve wrote uh, thoughts and prayers have become the ha- the new have a nice day. And I like what Brittany uh, Nicole says. I have a friend who will ask, is it okay if I pray for you? What a sweet thing. Right? Right. Yeah. It, takes a, aw- it takes a certain awareness. And I hope as, as, COVID continues, right? If anybody'd say, well, maybe I knew differently, but most people said, oh, we'll be done by 2022. We'll all be back to normal. And my public health head goes, eh, uh, you don't want to say everything, but there you go. Right, right. One of the things people have started doing is, is, recognizing your culture isn't the same as someone else right and taking the risk to ask to ask a question how many people do you know that don't even ask questions right right? or they don't ask for what they want they just get mad at you when you don't give it right absolutely that's that 
what I say, you know. Go ahead, Jill. I'm probably going. Blah, 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 blah. No, you're not. You're not. We've just got some background noise here in the house today. So I'm kind oh. of concerned about how much is fading through. Um, I can't hear so, it. Oh, good. I apologize if anyone is. So, you know, I think it's so important, as Brittany said, to really just key into what the people who are doing the grieving mm -hmm. need. Mm -hmm. And in families, you may have multiple multiple needs, multiple ways of approaching grief. There's supporting the person that you're close to, whoever that mm -hmm. might be, versus however somebody else is. I know in Steve's family, there were some differences about how people approach grief. I know in our family, there always are. And it's a matter of being able to give everyone that space, but also making sure that if I do it this way, I'm not going to expect you to join me in it. And I'm going to need you to respect my space and what I need to do. And that's where the conflict tends to come in. I, I want to add to that because I have heard over and over, also in our family, one, the family makes a decision as the person is dying to tell them they're dying. Mm -hmm. People who are not even involved throw this out. I will quote somebody when I told, because I'll just use me as an example. Why did you tell her where there's hope, there's life? That's, that's an example. So that's oh, I know that example thing. far too well. And variations of it. Mm -hmm. The other thing is the people who are doing the work, such as setting up the funeral, or let's even go back. First, you have after the person dies. No, you don't have to hurry up and call blah, blah, blah. You don't have to be taken away. The body, that person who you loved in a live form is now in dead form. You don't have to hurry up. And then they go through that. And then they have to contact the funeral home, let alone they haven't slept for three days while they attended to this. Other family members that have not been involved, nor have they offered to be involved, what happens? They go, well, how soon are you selling the house? How soon are you uh, getting rid of their belongings? What are you going to do with that money? And the people that have been doing the work, you're hearing a bias here because this happens all the time, right? It so does. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, the people that do the work then get slammed by other family members that want things hurried up. Uh, folks, I'm here to tell you between, <laughs> can I move in? Yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. One, you haven't been doing the work. You don't know nothing. Sorry. I might be sarcastic as hell right now, but you haven't been doing the work. So that's number one. Number two, it's really none of your business. And right. number three, I want to tell everybody here that unless certain arrangements have been pre-made, it takes a year, 18 months, a year to 18 months, sometimes longer to settle an estate. I, I can talk about Illinois. So anybody listening from Illinois, it takes 
a long time. Right. Oh my God. Oh yes, with divorce grief too. Give me a second to have the world stop spinning so quickly. Exactly. A lot of primary the, the principles have that moment. If there's multiple family, but there's one primary caregiver, their needs come first. If you've been estranged from the family, don't expect you get everything right away. It's not happening. That's or number the things one. are going to be done the way you want. You can do things separately your own way. I know a family that when they were selling the stuff, they came, the brother came with a truck. Yeah. The, the other son had been doing all the work, but the brother came with a truck. It's not unusual, unfortunately. <laughs> it's no. just not. No. And... Just like Brittany was saying, if you know anybody, because we talk about different griefs, not just dead griefs here. We talk about divorce and all those things, losses from COVID and everything. People, I know you're going to hear me say this. What the hell are you thinking when you first find out the news and you go, oh, did he have an affair? That's like saying, oh, did he die of COVID? You don't stop. Don't ask the questions. Don't ask the question. Say something supportive. And if you can't say something supportive, a hug emoji will do. That's yeah. all. You don't, That's you don't right. have to do more. That's right. But, but don't do something that makes it feel like it's less. And don't assume. And mm -hmm. don't walk in and expect that you're going to be the one in charge of anything. <laughs> Because your extended family, that's that's not how it works. If you have unfortunately that charge, is what happens. That's right. right. Yeah. And we've had lots of people in the, in this show who have come in and talked about that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. There are family actually happy that the deceased partner you have. Uh, this is from Steve. That mm -hmm. that your love is gone. Who are you? Shut your mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if the immediate know, family is saying it, that's one thing. If they're saying this is a relief, give them that space. But perhaps don't join in saying I'm relieved too. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and Brittany brings up a good point. And I think saying something like I'm here for you, you can sit with them. If you're going to say, I'm here for you, you can say also, how can I support you best? Right. Do you want me to bring food? Do you want me to? And they might not be able, they might say, I don't know. And you're going to have to feel it out as, remember we talked about the ring theory and the closest. Right. You're going to have to ask somebody that's not directly hit, but maybe someone else, how can I help them? Right. And how can I honor them? I will That's say right. Stacy's dad drove um, a little girl to school from kindergarten through 12th grade. Her mom oh. owns a donut shop locally, and he would pick her up every morning and drive her to and from school. Um, she's now graduated college and is working full time. And when we called and said that he was gone, her mom came to the house almost immediately. She was devastated because um, she was family to him. 
And because, you know, old men in their donut shops, right? <laughs> the old man has his donut shop and he had his donut shop. And so she came to the house um, with a huge box of donuts. And she does make the best darn donuts. I don't care about all the fancy schmancy ones in LA. No, best darn donuts are made locally. But none of us can eat donuts. Ah, uh, yeah. Right? I'm gluten-free. None of us could eat the donuts. But they were her gift from her heart representing him. That's right. And so the next day when the equipment was being picked up and it was pouring down rain and we knew our equipment driver had a long ride home, we packed up the donuts and sent them with him and told her story. And in doing so, we shared part of him and part of who he was mm -hmm. and what he had done in the community with someone who otherwise wouldn't have known. And he's going to go home and take those donuts to work into home and share that part of him. That's, That's right. the kind of thing you can do after a death. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't know if anybody watches Be Positive. It, it was originally about, it's a TV sitcom, 30 minutes. And it the basic story is uh, these two people meet, one needed a kidney and the other one gave it to them. Okay, that's a basic one. So uh, the one that got a bunch of money for somehow, not from the kidney donation, she bought the nursing home she was working at. And there was a death, one of the people that she was attached to last night. And they all uh, got together to celebrate. And uh, it was interesting how when uh, the bereaved man was talking with a friend of his from the nursing home, he said, well, you need to talk to somebody. You need to say stuff. And the guy says, I'm just going to always remember the story. You just told me where you cried. You know, like he was joking with him. But I'm saying this because there's many ways we always say how to grieve. Listen to the stories. The stories, whether it's a donut, whether it's this, whether it's that. Listen to the stories that what what a beautiful way to honor the person by listening to the stories about them, what they did in their earthly body. And I like to reference to it back because those are the yeah. things to remember so that when you get to that the day of the funeral, or the one year or one month anniversary, you can repeat back. I remember you telling me about this. Right. It makes a difference. I know Stacy heard from someone who's actually a friend of mine on Facebook. They've never met, but she'd heard so many stories that have been told that when she said something about her dad's death, she mentioned, I remember hearing all the times you talked about your pops. She remembered the name that she used and this and that and the other. Mm -hmm. That means that that person's life has made a difference to people who haven't even known them mm -hmm. and is going to continue to. That's mm -hmm. what grievers typically would like to hear. I, I know I appreciated the stories about my mom. Oh yeah. And what people remembered. 
-hmm. And saying their name, just like what Brittany is saying. Say their name. Say it Say over and over again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if you're like me, who, someone who does not always remember names, at least use a pronoun. They, <laughs> they made a difference. I remember when they, right. you know, and then I look for cues. What's their name again? What's right. their name again? Yeah. Yeah. What's, right. what's the piece of paper say? So. Yeah. Did they ever make you laugh? Did they ever... Did they do Have something they, that touched your heart? Touched your heart? Spirited discussions. You don't have to always remember. I I talk about doing a funeral and look at this woman was known for causing problems. And I go, how many here? I had them raising their hands like right? a classroom at the funeral. How many here remember so-and-so? And the conversations that made you uncomfortable. I mean, there's a lot of ways to say it. And everybody's like raising their hand. I want someone to take a poll at my funeral that says, how many of you agree Jill was not always a well-behaved woman, but made a difference? Because I expect a full house. Oh. Oh. Exactly. And taking that pause, like we said, because I know it's 1231, but taking a pause when faced with grief or that moment of tragedy that people share on social media, take a pause. It is not the time to say, I'm glad they're gone. They voted for pick a president, past, present. Ever. Do you know, ever. that's not the time. It's not the time like, oh, my God, what did they die of? Not the time. Oh, also not the time. Do you think they left me anything in your will? Even if you think that, don't say it. And don't ask for the ashes, folks. Just saying. Oh. Personal bugaboo of mine. Oh, do people ask for part of the ashes? Oh, yeah. Or all the... No, oh, no, no. I haven't yet. I even had them call my hospice patients before they've died and said, "Could I? Could you just put in your instructions that I get some of your ashes?" Um, no. <laughs> I mean, it's common Sorry. for people to wear ashes around their neck, or you know, but just not in that first five minutes, folks. No, not then. No, no, not then. Take See if pause, someone people. offers. Yeah, right. Especially awkward There's if someone's being buried, because then. There are no ashes. <laughs> the fireplace instead, or maybe you know what? Or... If someone, <laughs> you just gave me an idea. Oh, well, why don't I just give you some of the dirty cat litter? No, right. that's so wrong. Boop. Okay, so and it is not uncommon, and you can ask if a person is being buried. Oftentimes, there is a spray of flowers. Not all the time. Mm -hmm. If there's a spray of flowers, you can ask, may I take part of those flowers or a little bit right. or a petal just to remember? I have from friends that either I've officiated or they're my good friends. <laughs> 
I have to interrupt myself. I'm reading what Steve said. I just asked them to specify which part do they want. Which yeah. body part do they want in which answers, body right? Part. But I have a whole stack, a box that I automatically put in the obituary and something else of my friend. Right. It just, I have a collection. I haven't gone through that collection, but it's been about 10 years and it's something that I do. Mm -hmm. So. And if the family's asking for donations, follow their instructions. Follow Betty White. Right? Betty White. I'm making a large donation to I my, put my on my calendar. Yep. The other part is they actually put, she wanted it simple. She doesn't like fusses. And so it's a private ceremony. And they even specify here, donate here. But I like being able to support um, local shelters in her name. Oh, what a great idea. It's on my calendar. January 17th, everybody. January 17th. And if you want to do something for Betty privately, if you Mike, I am certain that my girlfriend's group will be doing something to toast her when we get together in person mm -hmm. because you know she she impacted a lot of us just with her longevity and her humor and her grace under so many changes in her life and is, is certainly someone to emulate. But we're not oh. gonna disrupt her desire to, you know, she wanted a private funeral, she's getting one. I I don't mind saying my aunt who died a few years ago, she worked for somebody in the studio. I it might've been B. Arthur for a while. She was a secretary and Betty White would come in there. And uh, so I have my own personal Betty White stories from my aunt Ruth Ann. It's very cool. I know I feel very nice. But right? it's really sweet. I mean, these are people I'm like, you know, seven degrees away from. So right. I think that's yeah. awesome. I, I knew someone who lost a beloved pet and made a created a, a fund at a local um, animal shelter for people who couldn't afford to have their pets put to sleep and so had to drop them off instead. And so she created a fund to allow people to gracefully be with their pets while they were put to sleep. What a great way to honor a memory, mm. right? To do something special for other people who were in a moment of pain themselves. Exactly. That's exactly. grace and grief. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we're getting off to a good start in 2022, are we not? Thank you, everybody. I love the conversations we were having with everybody online and I really appreciate it. I know Jill does too. Absolutely. We can only see those who post right on this particular page, um, but we look at the other ones later as well. And we're yes. so glad all of you have been with us for now going on two years. And I know. Uh, we enter this I know. new 2022 and we find some, we'll have some new special guest speakers. Um, probably not this month, just because of the way the month has started, but we will, we will get back to our um, guest speaker bits in a bit yeah yeah right. i've gotten mine two more yeah and uh i can't wait to get them on excellent all right my friend i will see you next friday 
and I will see all of you online and we will read your comments. And if you have things you want us to bring up as usual, post them because we will. And feel free to share this broadcast on Please your do. page. If it's, if it's helped you, who knows who else it might reach out and touch. And I will be posting, I'm doing a free presentation um, in Colorado in February and they are going to be broadcasting it live. Uh -huh. um, so I'll post that link so that you can watch that as well. Thank you. Thank you. I just saw that. All right, everybody. We will see you next week. Deb, I will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.